This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Flat Out Farno, you're Laddie H, host of Flat Out Pride on your Free FM dial. If you're a Waikato local with an idea for your own show, Free FM would love to hear from you. Check out our website, freefm.org.nz, or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Let's go! And welcome to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. I'm Hannah Mooney, and I'm very pleased to be back for another week with a very special episode. Yes, I've got another hour or so of talking about cool creative happenings and the Tron with local creatives, but today's episode is also special for another reason. July 6th also happens to be the birthday of the one and only Uncle Rick a.k.a. the man, the myth, the legend behind That's the Ticket's longest-running segment, Rick's Pick. So, naturally, I'm going to start the show with a happy birthday to Uncle Rick. Happy birthday, mate. And play this week's Rick's Pick, of course. And um, just for some context, for those of you who aren't familiar with the legendary segment... um, Rick's Pick is basically where I pick a song from a list provided by my Uncle Rick every week and play it on That's the Ticket. Basically, when I told my Uncle Rick that I was getting a radio show, he's like, cool, I'm going to hook you up with a list and then every week you can play Rick's Pick. And I say this every week, but man, did he deliver. And like, by deliver, I mean four A4 pages of songs and it's great because it, it you know broadens my musical knowledge and makes my job easier because it's one less song I have to prepare but uh, for this week I've um, gone with You've Got a Friend by James Taylor and yeah happy birthday Uncle Rick here's to you here's to Rick's pick and here's to this week's episode of That's the Ticket And you need a helping hand And nothing, oh, nothing's going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I will be there To brighten up Even your darkest night You just call out my name And you know wherever I am I'll come running Oh yeah baby See you again Summer will fall 
got to do is call And I'll be there, yeah, yeah, yeah You've got a friend If the sky above you Should turn dark and full of clouds And that old north wind should begin to blow Keep your head together And call my name out loud now Soon I'll be knocking upon your door Just call up my name And you know wherever I am I'll come running Oh yes I will see you again Winter, spring, summer or fall yeah. All you got to do is call Got a Friend by James Taylor, this week's uh, Rick's Pick. And once more, I just want to say happy birthday, Uncle Rick. Uh, that one was for you, as they always are. And uh, welcome back to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. I'm Hannah Mooney. And um, during that song break, I've managed to uh, grab myself a cheeky guest. Uh, Nick Walsh from Never Project Space is on the line. Kia ora, Nick. How's it going, mate? Oh, very well. How about yourself? Uh, not too bad. I was feeling a bit lonely in the studio, so I'm really glad that I was able to get you on the line. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Um, 
So let's let's get right into it because we've got a lot a lot to come cover in one phone call, and I always like to get as much out of you as possible. This is probably <laughs> your your third your third time on that's the ticket. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, a good friend of the show and always a good yeah. guest. But, I mean, it's probably pretty easy to be a good guest when you um, work at Never Project Space, isn't it? You've always got something oh, to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we, we stay pretty busy. It's, it's always nice to be on the show. Yeah, and so for those out there who aren't aware of what Never Project Space is or where it is. Um, do you want to quickly give plug some important dates, the the where, the what, etc.? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so we're based in Frankton on Commerce Street. Uh, address is 123 Commerce Street. Uh, and we are a contemporary art gallery uh, performance space. Uh, we have a little store and we have uh, about five studios where artists um, work from as well so yeah we have a, a little bit going on in our space which Just a bit. has a few shops on Tommy Street yeah yeah and um you guys recently celebrated your your first birthday right we did yes that was a, just a couple of weeks ago actually yeah, I, I had my first birthday for that's the ticket a couple of weeks ago too so we're, we're practically the same age I heard about that congratulations Hey, congratulations to you too. Let's let's hope we can both, you know, keep going for a couple more years at least. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Never Project Space, a uh, creative happening hub of all things. You got music, you got art, you've got a store, you've got people yep. working using your office space. Yeah. Um, but what have you got on right now? I believe. I, he I hear through the grapevine that you guys have a rather special exhibition on right now that kind of pays homage to what the building used to be. Am I correct? That's absolutely correct. And you've, you've clearly done your research. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, at the moment, uh, our current exhibition is called Gypsy's Tattoo, which, yeah, as you said, it, it sort of pays homage to um, the tattoo parlour that used to occupy, this, occupy the space that we're in currently. So uh, Gypsy is a rather infamous uh, ca character who we'd heard a lot about. He was the, the owner of the tattoo parlour. Um, so we wanted to do yeah an exhibition that celebrated that and also celebrated the works of local tattoo artists. So yeah, that's what's that's what's showing and that's going to be showing until I think the seventeenth of this month. Okay, so there's there's still plenty of time for people to go down and check it out if they haven't caught it yet. And yep. um, may I ask what your kind of gallery opening hours are? Yeah, sure. So we are open uh, Thursday, Friday from uh, 10 in the morning till 4pm and then on Saturday from 10 till 2pm. Um, and we're also, our shop is also open during those hours. So you can come up and have a look at the art and also check out our, our little shop and, and have a little look at the books and all the wonderful little knickknacks that we've got up there. Yeah, I feel like last time I had you on, you had just launched the Never Hats. <laughs> yeah, like that's the caps. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should. You guys should have got some um, beanies done. You know. Yeah. Well, well, we actually got some tote bags made for the for the one year birthday party. So that's our latest, and we've got more caps. We just got a new new stock of caps come through. Nice. So yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty happy with the tote bags and the caps. But yeah, beanies beanies will be good too. Well, I'll take that on board, Hannah. 
Okay, that's good because because you said because it, it, this discussion happened on that the ticket it has to happen now because like we've got a lot of people who are witnesses to this meeting yeah. of the minds. Um, Absolutely. No, but it's great to hear that you got more um, caps in because they were just flying out, out of the store when you did the initial run, I believe. They were, yeah. They've been pretty popular and they've travelled far and wide. Which is good. Australia, uh, yeah, all, all sorts of different places. So, yeah, it's, it's great. Okay, and so that's that's the now, and yeah. I guess this is also now. But you've you've got you got a few things coming up. Um, I want to draw attention to one specific gig because it's it's a bit of a big gig, I would say. Yeah. Um, you've got Kane Strang coming through, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, we've got Kane Strang coming, so I'm I'm really excited about that. He's a really incredible uh, artist, originally from Dunedin. I think he's based in Auckland now mm. but yeah he makes really interesting quirky catchy guitar pop music in a nutshell that's um, an apt description because yeah. i was listening to um his latest album um prior yeah. to this interview and i was like i didn't know what to expect but yeah. i was pleasantly surprised and definitely pleased because like it's yeah. it's a bop not gonna lie <laughs> absolutely yeah 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 he's it, it's yeah, it's, I think it's really likable, but also just strange enough to want you to, to listen again and again and again, which I think is like a really powerful thing that music can do, and he, he does it really, really well. And so you've got him coming through. It's a one-night-only gig, right? That's right. Yep, this Friday. Uh, yep, and it starts. Doors will open at 7. We have a band from Auckland called PMTP who will be opening up. Uh, they'll be on around 8, and Kane will play at 9pm with a band that's also full of really great musicians who feature in other pretty amazing bands, including Earth Tongue, Mer Maidens, Wax Chattels. So yeah, it's, it's going to be really good. I feel like it's going to be a groovy vibe, because like, it's a concert, <laughs> but you're also surrounded by artwork, so it's, you know... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of our that's kind of our MO. That's that's what we do, um, and yeah, it's it's always an interesting um, juxtaposition with the artwork and the music. Yeah, because um, yeah, people people seem to enjoy it. And and it's interesting to see you you kind of see and I guess hear the exhibition in a different light when the gig is happening. You know, because yeah. I imagine the the artwork hits differently in the evening when you're surrounded by live music than you know on a Thursday afternoon when it's you know brightly right. lit and that's the sole yeah, focus 100%. of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we often like we have lights and and sometimes we set up a projector, so it it, it does it does put the artworks in a different um, realm. So yeah, it's it's really cool. And so tickets are twenty dollars GA if I've done my research correctly. Yeah. So so. so tickets available at the moment um, from Banish from the Universe. Um, so if you if you Google Kane Strang Banish from the Universe or just even Kane Strang Never Project Space, you'll be able to find the tickets. And we'll have some limited door sales as well. Yeah, because I was going to say you probably do want to want to book to secure yourself a um, seat or a space, as it were, because I'm sure you guys have to cap it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, Last time I checked in, the tickets were selling really well, um, and our space isn't ginormous. Um, I'd say maximum capacity would probably be around 70 or 80. I think that's probably the most people we've ever had in the space. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, for sure, if you can, um, get yourself a ticket online. Oh, see, this is just ticking so many boxes. Intimate, <laughs> live gig, surrounded yeah. by artwork. What more could you want? Uh, yeah, I, I can't answer that question. I think that's, uh, that's all you could ever want. And, um, okay, so that's like this week. Um, any any other upcoming projects that you want to plug? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of business as usual for us. We have a lot of shows coming up. We'll have new exhibitions. I think probably the the newest other thing that's been happening for us is we have kind of been expanding our team and working on the space. So it's a good time to come up if you haven't been up for a while or, if, or even if you've never been up at all. Um, we've really put a lot of work into making the space look beautiful and we have, yeah, some, some new people on board. So it's really exciting to, to be where we are at the moment. Oh, see, it's great to hear that you're expanding the team. Um, yeah. I, you know, after one year, I've been going for one year and it is still just me. Um, and Have you I guess, considered expanding? Well, I mean, I, I guess it isn't just me because I've got Uncle Rick with Rick's pick. So, you know, yeah. he's he's head of uh, music programming. Um, Shout out to Uncle Rick. Thank you. It is his birthday today. Um, Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm just going to keep plugging that. And he's um, when I see him later, he's just going to be like, why do you keep talking about my birthday? Everyone get the memo. <laughs> And I'm like, this chance only comes once a year, mate. Um, That's right, she'll be happy. I mean, I could expand a co-host, perhaps. Although, uh, you know, I just get guests in like you and then you help me co-host the show anyway. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, and actually, just briefly, uh, you mentioned your office spaces. Are they currently all full or do you have any space going that you want to <laughs> plug? They are currently all full, so yeah, we've... Uh, as of recently, anyway, they're all full and we've got some, some pretty amazing people um, and all sorts of creative work going on in there. So, yeah, we're really happy with, with how things are going. Yeah, it's great that you've got a bit of a creative mix-up there. A, a couple, a few episodes ago, I had uh, David Taylor on the show from uh, yep. Mayhem and he yep. <laughs> dropped, I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but he dropped that um, they were working out of Never Project Space, which I was like, yeah. this is, makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a good friend of ours, and he's he's sort of come on board and really just been super helpful and, and passionate about, about being in the space, and we've been doing literary events with Mayhem, so that's been super cool. Yep, which is, um, again, a... Uh, a whole nother vibe up there in the space. Yeah. Um, yep. How is it? Halcyon days. So, sorry, say that again. Halcyon days. I think the the event where it's like a literary event, but you just oh, use the street right. lights yeah, yeah. from outside. Uh, yeah. Uh, that one's called Sodium Glow. Sodium so yeah, Glow. Like a, yeah, that's a series. So I think we've had two or three at this point. So yeah, th those will be happening pretty regularly, and yeah, we have poets come up and, and read um, we did something for um, for Flash Fiction Day not too long ago and yeah those are, those are going to keep coming and they've been really really great as well oh well mate keep up the great work me too I, pre I, I tune into the show quite regularly oh that's good um, so yeah I'm an, I'm an avid listener okay and um, so you keep up the good work too alright I look forward to tuning we'll, in we'll make a pact here right now yep. that we're both going to keep up the good work. <laughs> Deal. 
Sweet. Deal. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to play you out with some Kane Strang because it seemed Beautiful. fitting. Um, so from the album Happy to Perform, which is the tour under which he's coming to Never Project Space at the end of this week, here is the title song, Happy to Perform. But I must confess I did it all for myself I gathered you here To hide from some vast Unnameable fear But the loneliness never left me I always took it with me But I can't put it down the pleasure of your company And there will be no grand choirs to sing No chorus will come in No bye 
was Kane Strang, happy to perform, followed by Florence and the Machine, No Choir, a absolute banger of a track that was recommended to me by my best mate, Missy Mooney. Uh, welcome to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. I'm Hannah Mooney, and uh, as I'm between guests right now, I'm going to take a moment to go over upcoming events in Kitty Kitty Roa, and boy, is there a lot on. Um, I can't say that this is the definitive guide because otherwise I'd literally just be spending the whole hour of the show talking about all the cool stuff happening in our town. But a selection, if you will. Kane Strang, happy to perform album release tour Hamilton at Never Project Space. Uh, just talked to Nick from Never about that. Uh, big thanks to Nick for joining me on the show this afternoon. So Kane Strang will be playing at Never Project Space 7pm on July 9th. Tickets are $20 general admission and can be found through the Never Project Space website and Facebook page. Don't worry, I will chuck a link up to all the events I'm promoing so that you can find tickets, etc. Um, elsewhere in the Tron, Womani is a new exhibition that will be exhibiting in the Meteor's Nancy Cager Gallery. Uh, the Arda, or Exhibition Launch slash Celebration, uh, will be running on the 14th of July at 5.30pm. This is a free event and your chance to come and check out the new exhibition, talk to the artist uh, Tina Das, and hear from some keynote speakers. Also at the Meteor, uh, Sian Parker, local artist, returns with All I See, her brand new show. That's running July 15th and 16th with 7pm um, shows. Tickets are $25 adult, $20 concession and $18 for a group of five or more. Now, if you've heard of uh, Sian Parker or her um, one of her other most notable works, Sorry for Your Loss, then you need to know that these shows sell. So if you haven't booked your tickets, I highly recommend doing so at themeteor.co.nz. Um, over at Clarence Street, Chicago the Musical is still running. It's running until the 10th of July with 7.30pm and 2pm shows. That one is also has also been selling like there's no tomorrow. So hop um, on your nearest 
browser and book your tickets ASAP, ASAP if you want to catch that because you may very well miss out. And also remember that Matarikiki Waikato is currently on. Um, there's so much happening. I highly recommend visiting matarikikiwaikato.nz to find out more about that. And then last but not least, it's um, my Uncle Rick's birthday, a.k.a. the man behind Rick's pick. So I'm going to chuck on Celebration by Cool and the Gang because why the hell not?
That was celebration by Cool and the Gang because I'm celebrating the birth of my Uncle Rick today and generally just being back for another episode of That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney, which brings me so much joy. And uh, in this time, I've actually managed to um, score myself another guest because, boy, this show has been an interesting one. Um, but no, Sian Parker is here. Kia ora. I almost called you Sian Gardner. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I'm both of them. No, Sian and I have known each other for for quite God, a long so time. Many years. It's yeah. We were what teeny teeny. Yeah, boppers. we met at university. Well, like before I knew you were a twin. Yeah. And just kind of stared at you for a bit too long. And <laughs> yeah, now you're kind of a kind of you're a successful uh, oh. creative, and I have a radio show. So yeah, we're all heck? winners. What's going on? <laughs> But no, um, in my before I was jamming out to celebrations, I did mention how you have an event coming up. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice work. What is it? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> hand over that's to me. The, yeah, right, that was a sorry. good segue. Oh, goddamn. No, no, no. You're uh, fine. So I'm bringing my new show, All I See, to the Meteor Theatre for uh, two nights only. We've just come off of our premiere season at Circa Theatre in Wellington for Kiamo Festival. And um, once I once I tested it out and saw that it was legit, I thought, yeah, it's about time to bring it home. You, you had to test it out somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I want to okay. make sure that when I bring it home, it's you know, it's actually a full work, and um, yeah, and it and it worked out well. And I wanted to see how audiences took it, specifically because when you first put a work in front of an audience, you want to see how it changes and, and the little changes that make it a little bit better mm. so we allowed for that premiere season to be more of a workshop season as well where we made changes every night so that when I brought it to Hamilton I was like yeah okay I mean I feel like I speak for a majority of Kitty Kiriroa when I say thank you for, <laughs> no I like as, as I mentioned when I was when I was plugging all I see before, if we've learned anything from your last show, sorry for your loss, yes. is that it sells out and that everyone wants to get tickets. Hopefully, and and so it's really great that you're coming through with something new. Yeah, totally. I think it, I've been really fortunate with Sorry for Your Loss, and it's still moving around the country, and um, and that's been you know that's provided that show's provided so much so many opportunities for myself, but. Um, yeah, it was time to make something else and I wanted to make sure that it was strong and that I was happy with it before bringing it home. Mm. Uh, so now's the time. I mean, good on you and good work. It's it's really it's really awesome to see you bringing something new because I think the mm-hmm. thing with Sorry for Your Loss is everyone's like, look at this chick, she's, you know, yeah. can't wait to see what she does next. And so it's awesome that now we're in a position where we get to see what's next. Yeah, totally. And I think it's a it's a it's been awesome to have the development of the same team of Sorry for Your Loss. So those who have been who were a part of Sorry for Your Loss with um, Andy Duggan with the composer and Laura Hohe with the direct, director and dramaturg, mm. um, we've brought them back as well as we now have added to our cool team um, for all I see. Uh, with Mihailo Lajovic, who is a um, script consultant as well as one of the performers. Uh, Eddie Elliott came on as choreographer. And then we had Bob Savia, who is performing in the Hamilton season. Um, and Tony Black, who's our lighting designer, who we met during our Wellington season. We met him there. Um, 
Have I forgotten anyone? I know you've got it probably written down. I don't think so. I think that's everyone. Thanks for drawing attention to the fact that I haven't got it written down. Ah, it looks like you do. I mean, you look look like you've, yeah. I know, I've got the dates and the ticket prices, mate. (laughs) Um, No, I don't think you've missed anyone out. It is nice to see that you've got kind of a larger team. Yeah. And that it's not a solo work. No. Um, Because that's that's been your jam for a wee bit. Well, turns out touring a solo work is quite lonely. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's quite... Although I do have Andy on stage with me, so it does actually feel like a two-hander. I was really excited when I first came up with the concept. I thought, okay, but we're going to have more people. We're not going to, you know... I didn't even know if I'd be in it, to be honest. But, yeah, so I've got the two lads on either side of me, um, and it's three of us on stage. It's really exciting to not be... Alona. <laughs> well, and I think this is probably a nice segue into what the piece is about mm-hmm. um, because it deals with loneliness. It does. It deals with grief. It does. And like, like even bringing it up now, it's, it's, it's something that's not talked about. No. Like it's talked about on a surface level mm-hmm. and then it kind of happens, people give their condolences and they move on. Absolutely. And so I feel like this this show is delving deeper into it and how long-standing and lasting grief can be, but it also is talking about the the kind of darkly humorous mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Am, am I apt in that description? Yeah. I haven't seen the show. I've just read about it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess you know our, our group as well. I can't... God, you, when you say, yeah, it's a show about grief, you think, oh, oh yeah. buckle up. What a ride. But it re- it's important to me and to the team that we had some light and we had some mm. humour and we had some humanness in it. And that's kind of the core of the whole piece. So um, about a year ago now, during, I think a year, maybe a little bit over a year, during the the, the national la- lockdown of last mm. year, I had the idea um, after, I was about four months er- prior to that, my husband had unexpectedly passed away. And so I was kind of left with my child at home and um, in lockdown and didn't know what was going to happen. And you know, I had just set off with sorry for your loss, and so it was a real time to, of, of a real time of reflection, yeah. like everyone likes to say. But it really was, and I found the urge to create, and it was, you know, it was the only thing that I could kind of. That was the lens in which I was seeing the world mm. was through grief, yeah. and so it was like, okay, roll with it. And that's why my team and I keep going back to them. They're so important because they really wrapped around me, and we just explored this idea of what grief looks like uh, to different people, mm. and so. It, while it was inspired by my own personal loss, it's absolutely um, separate from that because that's not, I don't think that's interesting for anyone to see. But what I was really interested in was trying to articulate what grief felt like psychologically, physically, um, internally, while trying to live externally on stage. And that's that's what the show is. The show is an exploration of all those different facets, whether it's funny and awkward or extremely sad and isolating or all of the above in one go and i think a i think it's awesome that this show exists because again it's it's something that almost everyone can relate to Mm -hmm. and and you won't realize until you see this and you're like that's me Mm -hmm. i've been there or this you know makes sense to me this resonates with me and um, I also appreciate clearing up that it's not solely based on you mm. as well because I imagine that's something that um, people jump to straight away. From Sorry who for know Your Loss. You, yeah, <laughs> from Sorry for Your Loss. They're just like, Which oh, okay. extremely autobiographical. Yeah, yeah. It would be a really um, obvious jump to, but mm. 
um, it's really important for me and all the media that I've been doing is to really stress the point that it's not about that. It's I can do more than just autobiographical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although it is, you know, it is inspired by that loss. And, and there is, I play a character called Naya who lost her husband and, and that's pretty much the similarities that we share. Yeah. Beyond that, she's a completely different person and her experience of loss is completely different. Um, but yeah, it, it, and also something to be said is that a lot of the audiences I got for Sorry for Your Loss were people who don't go to the theatre. Yeah. And those are the people that I love to try and bring in and that tends to be who my writing caters for, are people mm. who don't think they're theatre people and they come in and go, oh, that was pretty mean. Theatre for humans. Exactly, exactly. And so when people understand theatre is Sorry for Your Loss and that's about it, i got to remind them that it's, it's beyond autobiography. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this. You know, we've completely gone off. Oh, sorry. No, it's great. I was just going to say that this has been a um, really kind of apt discussion of kind of what to expect. Mm. And and I feel like it's good seeing as we this started with me being like, it's about grief that we've kind of come full circle because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we want, you know, we, we want to get out of that zone of people thinking they know what to expect. Yeah, and it is about grief. It like... It is, if someone can walk away from it and go, wow, after I lost, you know, whoever mm. or whatever, you know, grieving doesn't yeah, just yeah. have to be the death of someone, but that's how I felt. Or I never felt like that. I wish I felt like that. Mm. You know, what we explore specifically is really, um, you can't articulate it. And I think, I, I feel like I, I've said this to you, I feel like it was you before, way back before That's the Ticket existed, mm-hmm. when I was filling in for Art Space and I had you on as a guest mm-hmm. and we were talking about Sorrow for Your Loss and I was talking about how there's something quintessentially Kiwi about works like this mm-hmm. because it's heartwarming and it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So if we take Sorrow for Your Loss, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's sadness in that, but it's also like hilarious mm-hmm. and I it makes makes me think of films like Boy, mm-hmm. a comedy, but also gets real. Totally, you know, it'll make you think. It'll make you sad. Absolutely, and I feel like. Um, well, I'm hoping that this works the same thing. You've got the dark, the light. Mm-hmm. You've got the truth. You've got the comedy. Yeah, that's that's the aim, and that's really what I wanted to. What I was really fortunate to test out on for Kiamo Festival was the way I think of it because I perform these works as well as as writer. I can mm. feel it live uh, in the room, and the more the audiences are, e- are able to stretch out from humour to also tragedy, the more I can really push that them out the more space I have to play in and the safer they feel. So I think it's really, it, it's really, mo- it's more than important. It's kind of essential in my work to have that really nice balance between comedy and tragedy to create that space, that open space for audiences to just feel whatever we're putting on the table and mm. not feel attacked or not feel like they need to be shielded in any way. If I can take them on that journey and also, it's important that I then look after them. If I'm going to do this tragic yeah. <laughs> story, I want to make sure that you're okay at the end of the show. So f- for everyone who's listening and thinking about coming going, well, oh, far, I don't yeah. really want to fan- I don't fancy a Thursday night out talking about death. We pick you up at the end. It's not all sadness and wearing black. Ah, uh, <laughs> is it okay if I... No. I'm like, should I what? come like full veil to yeah, the please. show? Oh, please. I'll point you out when I walk out. Oh, no, let's No, not. I'm joking. I don't speak to the audience, <laughs> but I'll definitely look. I'll, I'll look at you. No, but but to the point, it's, <laughs> it's great that you're, you know, 
that you've got the wraparound theatre experience mm. that you're, you, you know, you that you're setting out to make sure that people feel safe and mm. that you're not leaving them in the no in the bleak you zone. You still want to be able to get up off your chair, mm-hmm. walk out, have a beer, absolutely, and have a chat. Yeah, you know that's what you go to the theatre. Are you going to be around? I'm, I'm definitely be having a beer after this one. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so come along to All I See. Have a beer with Sian after the show. Go on. We'll have a have a good night. Have a chat. Um, well, I feel like everyone's going to want to after listening to you today. You've been great chat. Oh, I haven't, I haven't been quiet, have I? No, it's good. <laughs> it's great. Um, but, but before I let you go, because mm-hmm. time really does fly when you're on radio, mm. um, obviously Sorry If You Lost You Mentioned is still kind of out and about. Mm-hmm. And All I See is coming to Hamilton. Yep. Anything else you want to plug? Um, I don't know what I can plug. Oh. Uh, Sorry If You Lost will be popping up around the country. Okay. Uh, we have not yet been... It hasn't released, but... <laughs> Mate, you're you're in a safe space. You're among friends. No, we can all keep a secret. I am sure you can. <laughs> How tempting. You make it. Yeah. But no, it'll be around. All I See will, will may or may not pop up at the end of the year somewhere else in okay. New Zealand. Cool. Um, and I've also been working as a writer and dramaturg on a new contemporary dance piece called Waifakata Reflections in the Water. Um, nice. That's Eddie Elliott's new piece, who okay. was the choreographer for this piece. So that's kind of, yeah, I've been just starting to work on other people's projects as well, which is really, really That's exciting. exciting. And um, also I hear through the grapevine that you've been a mentor for Boil Up. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that was really awesome. It, yeah. was, it was an awesome opportunity to, well, it, it was strange to be in a mentor position, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't know if I was fulfilling the task, but it was just, it's so exciting to see new works coming out of the Waikato. And after touring and going to different festivals, it's it's so exciting with the potential of having more of our crew there to, you know, take on these stages. Couldn't have put it better myself. I mean, I'm not a mentor, so <laughs> I'm just a radio host. Just. But... um. Just one more time for those at home. All I see is running at the Meteor Theatre, uh, July 15th and 16th with 7pm performances. Uh, Sian, Ga- Sian Parker will be there. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> amongst others, um, Mahilo and who's your other actor? Bob. Bob. Cool. And Andy's on the keys? No. He's, no? Oh, I'm, I'm controlling the music for this one. All like from a loop y- pedal, as in, yeah. Jeez, you could have brought that up earlier in the yes, interview, sorry, mate. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Okay. So all the music runs from a loop pedal, which my character controls as part of the show. Okay, come along to see do music stuff. <laughs> Purely. Don't have a look at that. That's got me sold. But um, on behalf of the That's the Ticket team, thanks for joining me. Of course. Always a pleasure, mate. And um, I'm going to play you out with a song of your choosing, uh, Me in 20 Years. Oh, yes. Is there is there any kind of... Thing you want to say about it's a bit track? chilly. It's a bit chilly at the moment, but the best thing when the sun's setting and you're like, oh, that's Instagram worthy. You know, the <laughs> landscape is like yeah, purplish yeah. and pinkish. Put the windows down, all the windows down in your car. If you can go 100Ks legally, please go and blast the song. Okay. Well, after that, <laughs> I'm just going to let it speak for itself. I'm still here, fingers outstretched.
Moses Sumney, Me in 20 Years, and uh, Siam Parker, you weren't wrong. It's a um, lovely chill bop. feel like it's a great note to uh, end this episode of That's the Ticket on. Um, some final uh, words from me, though, because got to do it when it's That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. But uh, thanks again uh, to Nick Walsh from Never Project Space for joining me today and, of course, to Sian Parker for coming, giving me a brief but very detailed inside scoop of her upcoming work, All I See. And last but not least, I have a last-minute plug uh, of another event coming up this month. Uh, friend of the show, Morgana Murdoch from Raise Up Hamilton, uh, has just hit me up with a hot tip on uh, their next event. They've got a youth market running at Zeal on the 31st of July and are currently looking for people aged between 13 and 18 to run stalls, um, i.e. selling their own jewellery, braiding hair, painting nails, um, all sorts of things, really. If you've got a cool, creative hobby, get in touch with them. And they're looking, so they're looking for people to run stalls and for people to perform at the event as well. Uh, I will put uh, the links up 
with the podcast of this episode as to who you can get in touch. But uh, when in doubt, hit up Raise Up Hamilton on Facebook or just chuck it into Google and you should find what you're after. I've been Hannah Mooney. This has been That's the Ticket. And happy birthday to Uncle Rick. I'll catch you guys next week.
Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.